0: Forge FC is ready for their upcoming match. Simply stunning stuff. And finally, their goal. My word, what a rocket.
1: Now, let's get you up to date with Anthony Urcioli and Match Day Preview on the Forge Audio Network. Hey, Forge fans, Anthony Urcioli with you. It's the Match Day Preview On the Forge Audio Network, your home for the reigning, defending, undisputed Canadian Premier League champions, Forge FC, wherever and however you may be watching and or listening. Forge FC hosting Cavalry FC. The Urch rivals are in town Saturday, 4 o'clock, Tim Hortons Field. It is going to be... It's going to be a good one because not only are we kicking the season off, and that's always exciting to to get things going, but also if you're a fan and you're attending this match, the, the promotions are back, $5 beer before kickoff, all the good stuff. And for this match only, you will get a commemorative medal, championship medal, CPL medal that looks identical to the medals that Forge FC received after winning their third title in four seasons way back in October, I guess it was at this point. seems It seems long ago, but uh, just a few months ago, and we're kicking things off again. Fans in attendance, you will get those medals at the door. Now, how great is that? The players do all the work, the coaches, that they do all the work. What do we do? We watch. That's it. We, we watch the game, and we get rewarded. For, can you imagine rewarded for watching a team play? We get championship medals too, having done virtually, I mean, kind of the bare minimum. Not, not to take anything away from the fans, uh, certainly you're valuable, but I mean, to get a medal just for supporting a team? Listen, as, as far as the club is concerned, you've earned it. So those will be given out at the match. So make sure to get your tickets now at forgefc.ca. All right. We have to get things going here because Cavalry, Forge, it's the season opener. Clean slate. Clean, clean, clean slate. Uh, We're going to check in with one of our favorite guests, Alexandre Gange-Ruzik. Covers Canadian soccer, covers the Canadian Premier League. I've never seen anyone provide the kind of coverage this man does on Twitter. Find him, Alexandre Gange-Ruzik. Find him on Twitter. The way he tracks Canadian soccer players abroad, locally, uh, men's soccer women's soccer he is on top of it all and he's constantly I mean it's unbelievable the amount of coverage that he provides now so if you don't believe me I'm going to show you firsthand because he is joining us right now all right Alex Gange Ruzik back again uh, it's been a while helping us tee up this Forge Cavalry uh, season opener for both clubs Alex thanks thanks for coming back
0: yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a pleasure. It's been a while. Uh, quite a few months have gone on since uh, Forge lifted the, the North Star Shield. But it feels like last time we were chatting, I remember it was Forge Cavalry. So kind of fitting that uh, it's the,
1: the eternal rivals of the CPL back then. Exactly. You. And, and uh, we'll have many more of those matchups to talk about. But uh, but before we get into that, actually, just your thoughts on Forge's off season. Um, Not quite the turnover they've had in the past. Some consistency there moving into this year?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it was interesting to see because typically when teams win championships, it's not easy to retain all of your players. It's, it's it's hard enough to retain a good core group of players. Usually, when you win, especially as much as Forge has over the years, you know you'd expect maybe teams to to pick at it like vultures, try to snag snag some players. So the fact they were able to retain pretty much most of their their, their roster, you know, bar guy like Daniel Crutzen, but you know, then they upgrade almost on on a guy like Kritson by bringing in Mandrakar James. It's everything you want for a champion, especially last year they dealt with a lot of injuries, a lot of inconsistency throughout the year. Yet played so well and then kind of got everyone healthy at the right time. The fact that all these pieces are coming back and your full season where you're looking at a packed midfield, you know, lots of depth at the back, just, you know, all these options up front, I think it's going to be exciting to see what Bobby Spinotis can get out of this group.
1: Yeah, you mentioned Daniel Kritson, and, of course, fan favorite, uh, popular among his teammates. Everyone's, you know, it's unfortunate to see him go, but Mandrakar James is interesting because a lot of people may not know what he brings your assessment of James and and what Forge fans are, uh, can expect to see this season from him.
0: Yeah, this was a move that I liked a lot just because James is, you know, enormous pedigree is a Canadian center back just 29. So he's not, you know, old by, by any stretch of the imagination. I think, uh, he, he's someone that's easy to forget that just a couple of years ago, he's playing in the champions league, uh, you know, in, in, over in Denmark, he was going up against teams like Atalanta, uh, you know, and doing relatively well for himself. And then he kind of fell into a bit of a, you know, just, I don't, I don't know how to call it. It was just an odyssey of a couple of years where he went on loan to Denmark, went to a club that was really relegation battled and that kind of dropped his stock for Canada, a lot. And then next, you know, he, you know, he made the move over to Ukraine at at an unfortunate time just with everything going on there. And then it's, play finally restarted there but it was kind of clear that you know maybe the team he was he was playing for wasn't necessarily at a level where it was at before so now he kind of gets a reset button in the prime of his career as a first center back uh to head to 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 forge and really be a leader and this is one that's scary because you look at how guys like david edgar came back to forge and you know guys who are playing at a higher level and how well they were well james is like that but much much younger uh and which is which is you know exciting just given that age profile he brings and what about his game is is it similar to, to what we've seen from Kritzen? Yeah, I think for the most part, I think uh, James is someone who's very good in the air. That's always been clear since his time with Canada and his time, uh, you know, over in Europe. He's tall, uh, but he's also pretty decent with the ball of his feet. He's got a good, you know, switch in him. He can play out of the back. So I think that will be huge, uh, you know, in Smir system where he's going to be asked to, to do a lot of that ball playing. Uh, center back no matter who he ends up pairing maybe because of that they'll free up a guy like Janssen to go back to his more natural position although you know with the midfielders in front of them maybe he'll be pushed back just to to get some guys on the field. So James should fit in relatively seamlessly to to what you know Smear Notice is going to want which is aggressive ball playing center
1: back. Yeah I mean he could be paired with you know with Dominic Samuel um it could be Malik. You mentioned Janssen, and it's interesting because I mean, he's the reigning defender of the year, uh, but he's also a very good midfielder. And the midfield is just jammed. And it's a good problem to have, especially at that position, especially under Bobby's system. You know they want to be playing a lot of soccer in the next year and a half or so, uh, not all in Canada. So to have that depth is going to be important. Where do all these bodies fit in? I mean, we mentioned Ashen yodi uh, Of course, you know, Becker's back. Sissoko, Hojab Noah Jensen looks like he's ready to take that next step. Uh, you know, Kwesi Poku. I know he played mostly fullback with Forge, but he's also a natural midfielder. Uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of playing, not a lot of playing time to go around, and a lot of lot of quality in the midfield for Forge.
0: Hundred percent. I think it's going to be fascinating to see. Especially, there's quality, but it's also the starting quality. I think it's one thing to have very good depth, but it's just the starting quality. I think. Abubakar Suzuka would start on pretty much any team in the league, or hojabupur Becker, and that's without talking about Atchinyardy Janssen. So I think it's going to be fascinating. I do genuinely wonder if Bobby's going to keep Atchinyardy Janssen back just because of that. Be like, look, it's going to be hard to bench a Sizoko, a Hojabupur, a Becker when they're all, you know, they're all very crucial pieces for for different reasons. Uh, and then from there, there's just the depth will help. I mean, if you want to go do well in the Canadian Championship, you want to compete in the CPL, especially this year where they don't really have any conquerors obligations they're going to have a few you know a bit more rest it will make sense for for maybe them to get more of their big big guns in the middle all on the park at once because they're not they're not playing every three to four days like they would in a CONCACAF year.
1: The CONCACAF thing it's interesting you know the CPL could have up to three teams playing um, in the Champions League and how does that change your approach when you're building a squad I mean depth is obviously important but even the messaging, it's, you know, I guess it's not going to be difficult to get the players to buy in because they've been doing it un- under Bobby with a lot of depth for, for a number of years. But how does, I mean, does it change the way you approach a season knowing that you have that really huge goal beyond domestic play? I think absolutely, especially with the
0: Champions League, just because it's such a unique competition, like just the travel, the Right. sheer difference of environments i don't think you get that even in other champions leagues across the world like here when you're playing in a champions league one one week you could be playing up in canada and it's cold the next thing you know you're playing 35 degrees right. down in honduras and that that has a huge toll for many reasons i mean the travel but also just injuries because your body's not used to going from these sorts of differences of climate so i think because of that you do have to be ready to almost just to, to use your squad i think that's the, the key you have to be ready to rotate sometimes in league play or Champions league play and just really take advantage of, of each game and you know and kind of look forward a little more because you know coaches are always gonna say one game at a time uh you know and, and, and focus that way but when you have less competitions you can actually do that but okay one game at a time injuries happen but with the champions league it does feel like you you have to pay attention okay two three weeks in time we play this maybe i should stretch my, my squad thin now or maybe i should be resting guys and that that is all it does all play, play play a factor.
1: Yeah, and then when you move on to the attack, we kind of know where, where Borges and, and Chouaniere fit in. The At striker, it gets interesting because there is a lot of talent there. And the first name that comes to mind, just because I think people are expecting big things from Jordan Hamilton, just because he maybe didn't quite... Get a feel for things last season. He came in, season had already begun, uh, the squad was kind of already established. Now you get a fresh start with Forge. And does he play a much bigger role this year?
0: I think mean, you have to imagine he does. I think it's one of those where last year when he was brought in, it almost felt Like a luxury thing, like oh, Jordan Hamilton's available. Let's go after him, and you almost didn't have to think about it. Like oh, if he's fit, like great. If not, like you have Passias and Campbell. Whereas okay, now it's a full season. Hamilton's gonna want his minutes. They're all gonna want uh, their minutes. So it's it's a problem. I do not envy. For, for Bobby Smirnotis just because I don't think we've ever seen a situation like this where you probably have one spot and three players of that caliber vying for it. But uh, it's definitely something where Hamilton's going to want to play a big role, so it's going to be interesting. Is it going to come in starts? Is it going to come in subs? Mm-hmm. Is this maybe a sign that Smirnotis – and company are expecting a transfer for someone like a Wubben's who at his age and his goal rate it wouldn't be out of the question or could it mean you know Terran Campbell playing more on the wing like he did at Pacific to to open up more minutes there there's there's certainly a lot of factors that I think are going to go in because yeah you'd like to sit there and imagine You'd want three strikers of that caliber in your roster, of course, but it's
1: also not easy because they all want to play. They all want to go out and score, and then that, that does become something to manage. It'll be fascinating to, to see, and maybe even just uh, tinkering with the formation to be able to get more of the, the strikers out there. Um, we've seen them go with two, two forwards at, at a time as well. Calvary, you know, Calvary, they've been, since the start of this league, they have been the second best club in the CPL, but no championships to show for it. Tommy Wilden Jr. has done fantastic things there. But the, the, the odd thing about success is that success, people notice you when you're successful, but now they're looking for that next, okay, but when are you going to win a championship? Is Calvary approaching that kind of make or break type, at, at least, and not to say that um, you know, it, it, the, it's either win or you know, it's kind of all or nothing type thing for Calvary, but are they getting to a point now where it's like they need to start showing something?
0: I think absolutely it's trophy or bust time just because, look, like it's great to be successful over the course of regular seasons. I I mean, I'll always say in these sorts of playoff formats where, look, lightning can get caught in a bottle, injuries, decisions all happen. It, it can be, you know, a bit of sometimes it doesn't reflect the overall quality. I think if you're doing well regular season after regular season, that says something at the same time good teams will be good in the regular season. It always seems to be the great teams that seem to just put it all together and go go after it in the playoffs. And I think Cavalry absolutely does have to make that that step this year. And I think it's going to be interesting cuz you can tell that this is a new Cavalry team. Like this is one where a lot of that core from 2019 is finally mostly gone. Just three players are left from that team. You know, it's no longer veterans around like Nick Ledger Woods, you know, your Jay Wieldens, if you want a bit of a throwback from your ones, your Mason Traffords, of course, who have who have been around. They're all gone. This is one where it's a new team, a younger team, and maybe, the, you know, the, that team's going to sit there and be like, okay, look, like we have this reputation maybe of not always delivering in the in the playoffs. Let's go out and change that with this new core, and I think Wielden Jr. is going to be expecting from that because it's hard to say his seat's hot given the success he's had, but at a certain Point you do wonder if you got to look elsewhere for for someone.
1: Yeah, and and what what can what can Forge fans expect from Calvary this season? Since we are going to see be seeing a lot of different faces out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think one thing you should expect from Calvary is just you know the same old in terms of intensity, work rate, tactical flexibility. I think all that's going to be there. But they are a younger team. They you know they they've certainly in, in the midfield as well in particular. They've they've gotten a little younger. Uh, there so i think it's something where look for them to, to really try and score some more goals through their number nines, uh, play, play a lot in midfield. And then, you know, with the signing like Callum Montgomery at the back, I think that's going to be a big, you know, big signing to help the way they want to play, just have that sort of stalwart to, to replace the, the outgoing crew Yao. So I expect a lot of the same from Cavalry, but this is the younger one. So it should be interesting to see how how that changes from the the veteran savvy kind of Cavalry sides we've been used
1: to seeing in the past year. That should be interesting. Uh, Alexander Gange Ruzik, the... Uh, By the way, Twitter should be paying you for all the content you're delivering. I've never seen (laughs) – no one that's covered any sport ever puts out the kind of content you do. And the way you follow the sport so closely, I don't know when you sleep. I don't know how you keep track of all the different games and where all the different Canadians are playing. But it's pretty remarkable. So what's your Twitter handle, by the way? Yeah, you can find me
0: uh, on Twitter at Alex Kanguruza. Can I do appreciate that? Because uh, it's something I love doing. Just, it's I unbelievable, watch a lot of yeah. Soccer, so uh, it's, it's nice to put it out there. I mean, Elon's doing his best to to push push people like uh, like all of us away from the app. But uh, as long as it's up, I'll be doing my best. Just, I was gonna I say
1: if the, that's what I mean, he forget this Twitter blue. He <laughs> should, he should be paying you because no one is putting out this kind of soccer content uh, like you are. So appreciate that. And I know we'll we'll talk to you again soon.
0: Awesome. It was a pleasure as always, Anthony. I love chatting.
1: All right. Remember, secure your tickets to the season opener. Tim Horton's feared uh Tim Horton's Field. It's not it's not feared, although it could be feared if you're the opposition. It's a nice little recovery there. Four PM Saturday. Get your tickets now. Fans attending will get championship medals. You're you champions just for supporting a winning squad. That's that's got to feel only in Hamilton will you see that in this league. I mean, it's really the only place it's possible because Forge have three titles in four seasons and they go for their fourth this season. It all starts Saturday. Tim Hortons Field, get your tickets. We'll see you there.